Hey everyone, it's me, Sean Capri. Before we start today's The GamerCast, let's uh, give a quick thank you to everybody who supports us at patreon.com slash you, me, and Capri, especially our Diamond Executive Producers, Bobby Miller, Corey Hicks, Lee Navarro, Travis, and Jonathan Brown, our Platinum Producers, Mr. Mark Moody, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty and Tammy Boots, and of course, all of our Gold Producers, Don Becker, Ryan Turford, Tim Eigendorf, Hyrulean Julian, Sheldon Benedict, James Johnson, Andrew Semichek, Brendan Myers. You guys are absolutely amazing. And everybody at patreon.com slash Yumi Capri, if you want to go over there, even for just a dollar, you get a ton of bonus content and exclusive stuff that we'll talk about maybe at another time. But for now, let's get right into the GamerCast. Here we go. Episode 1, Part 2, I guess, of the GamerCast. It publishes on iTunes and Google Play every month, except for this month is a little strange. Well, I'll get to that in a second. Thank you so much for being here, for subscribing on multiple feeds and rating the show on iTunes and sharing and all of your excitement. Guys, this is a uh, weird way to to start things out, Uh, but if you're new, here's the deal. Every week, slash... Now it's every month I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet to talk about video games and life. And if you want to be on the show or if you want to just support the show in any way, you can tweet at me at Sean Capri. It's Sean like Connery Capri like the pants. Now, uh, they they say that old habits die hard. And man, I, I didn't want to abandon the old intro too much. If you guys are wondering what the heck is going on, this being episode two, one, whatever, uh, I, I used to do a podcast called We The Gamer Cast. It ran every single week and it was this same format, but we have rebooted, we are reignited thanks to the power of patreon.com slash Capri. We hit an amazing milestone very, very quickly and you guys brought the show back. I love doing this show. It holds a special place in my heart, but we've moved from uh, going from weekly episodes to monthly but something weird happened when I talked to Ed Placencia, I guess about a month ago before episode one, um, I was home alone during that episode with Lincoln and uh, I, I felt like our conversation got cut a little bit short and I wanted to I wanted to dive back in with Ed. And this this is very rare, even in the 180 episodes of We The Gamer Cast that happened before. I don't know that I ever did a please come back like the next week and let's chat again a little later um, and dive into some more of those topics that I really wanted to get into with Ed. Um, and the other thing too is that he's not really a, he's not really a stranger. Ed and I are friends and we've talked to, for, to each other and with each other for a long, long time. And that's sort of like, I guess it's a bit of a joke as the show continues on. None of us are really strangers, but that's how it all started. We all, we all have stories to tell and we all are connected by this world of video games. So I wanted Ed back and I wanted to kick off, uh, the gamer cast in its new form in a big bad way. And I wanted I, to be honest with you guys, I meant to put, I intended on putting this part of the, the chat up immediately, like seven days after the part one, but, but that happened during uh, a little event you guys might've remembered it that happened in June called E3. And I just saw, and rightfully so, a lot of, a lot of content going up. And I saw a lot of um, podcasts and feeds kind of blow up with all of their coverage and everything like that. And I was, I was listening to everything and I know that it was tough squeezing everything in from a listener standpoint. So I hope it's okay with you guys that I've I've left this until now. I wanted the E3 to kind of die down. And I have to say, I've been really weighing back and forth where the heck to drop this thing. Because if not during E3, then we're starting to butt up against July's episode. 
and a little bit more on that in a little bit. But anyways, I think you guys are really going to like this chat. I want to thank Ed for coming back. We joke, um, we chatted, uh, at the recording of this was w exactly one week after we chatted originally. So we joke a little bit about starting up our brand new weekly show with Ed Placencia and Sean Capri. So more on that in a little bit. I am, uh, I got, I got big plans for the show, guys. I, the thing about going monthly is you just get a little bit of a chance to breathe in between things. Even though I'm doing the streams on Tuesdays and Thursdays at twitch.tv slash Sean Capri, I'm doing the Xbox Drive, I'm doing If We Ran Nintendo, I'm doing the Pants Podcast, I'm doing the You and Me and Capri exclusive stuff on patreon.com slash UB Capri. There's tons of stuff, but I do get a chance to to breathe in between these these deep dive conversations and this is way different this is this is very unique and i'm and i'm reminded i'm and i'm sort of just taking a moment to celebrate that i'm so glad you guys brought this back and you were encouraging me to bring this back and i think the community was missing this a little bit as well so i hope you guys really enjoyed this i was going to go on and on about all the things that i got going on with um with this week i, I am recording tonight with an absolute legend, Victor Lucas is going to be on episode two, the official episode two. I'm recording that right after this, but I needed to squeeze in a little bit of time, say hello to you guys, let you know what's up, and uh, look forward to the Victor Lucas episode going up. Gosh, it'd probably be July 1st, which is Canada Day, which is actually very, very apt for us. A very all-Canadian, um, the GamerCast, coming to you very, very soon. And um, also, as you're listening to this, it is, I'm, I'm launching this on Wednesday, so you still got one more day to catch the stream at twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. It'll be one more day where we are fundraising for Chris Berto's wife. Uh, you can find Chris Berto at Sergeant Bones, SGT Bones underscore. Um, we're raising a little bit of money for his wife, Katie, and they were both, Chris Berto and Katie Berto were both on We The Gamer Cast. I think Chris a couple times, Katie just once, and Katie's going in for some surgery, and so we are, we're raising some money to help ease the burden that cancer bestows upon some of us, which is really awful, but we are a great community. And already my good friend, Luke Lore from the Xbox drive has done an amazing thing, matching donations through his stream over at mixer.com slash insipid ghost. And I'm inspired to do the same. So we're going to be matching gifts over at twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. So check that, check that out you guys. And there's so much more to talk about, but you know, instead I want to get right into my conversation with <laughs> six and a half minutes and I want to get right into it. My my chat with Ed Placencia part two, um, man, there was more that I needed to talk to Ed about. And I think as much as you guys will enjoy this, I hope you will. I needed this chat as well. I think um, Ed is a really good friend in that way that I, I had a couple things on my mind that I wanted to sort of just like explore with him. And he he creates a safe space for us to have a great conversation. So Ed, and, and by the way, he also tries to turn this conversation back on me as the interviewer with um, his podcast, Foot in the Door Podcast. I encourage you guys to check it out. Follow Ed on Twitter at Ed Placencia and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Ed Placencia. Here we are, part two of episode one, Ed Placencia. Going on, sir. Oh, I think we're. I think we have to start a weekly podcast. I think that's how this is. I think that's where this I, goes from here. I think we just did. I think we just did every week. Oh my god, it's a Wednesday show with Sean and Ed. Yes, I did it. You know, I'm being. I'm being like really like Canadian and gentle and Sean Capri. Like, like, oh, sorry for all the time that I'm taking. A, like, oh, I'm really sorry for that. But I just tricked you. See, it worked. It worked. You sneaky little Canadian. 
That's what I did. That's what I did to Bobby. That's what I did to Luke Lord. And now it's happening to Ed. You know what? The gamer cast is canceled. It's uh, we've got to change. We got to find a new name. It's it's foot in the gamer cast. <laughs> <laughs> like it. We're just gonna we're just gonna smash worlds. We're gonna combine our worlds, man. I like it. I like it. How are you, man? I, I'm great. I uh, I've been looking forward to this all week. Oh shucks, man. I'm I. You know, I think people seem to like the first one. So maybe we should I was just keep doing it. I was really happy just to see how happy people were to see you back. Like that was so cool to see. Like just the response that that you got just coming back. It it was really cool to see, man. Well, I think it was, and we just heard from our very good friend Chris McCracken. He's like, and it was Ed, and that was the resounding thing. Like, oh, of course, it was like like great that it's back, but like, and Ed, what? Ed Placencia, it's amazing. <laughs> So what better it's way you, to man. celebrate it than just to like kick things off with two? Tw- I said it was going to be monthly, but like, no, man, we can't. We did, we barely scratched the surface, and I was really scared that Lincoln was just going to be like face planted on my driveway, and I'd have to <laughs> grab the ice scraper and just <laughs> pick him off. <laughs> I'm picturing sort of like a like a Looney Tunes. Like it's it's yes. not as graphic. It's just like he lands in these sort of like pancakes. On the it's sidewalk. Perfectly flat. Yep. Yeah. And like he probably bounces a couple times and maybe he hung in midair there and he right. holds up a sign and goes like, I never really learned the laws of gravity. And then you <laughs> like have like this huge oversized spatula. Like, <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, dude. What is your, what is your, um, like, do you have like a legacy or any history with, with those, uh, those cartoons, the Looney Tunes or anything like that? Is that, is that something you're, you're kind of raised on that, that comedy? Yeah, definitely. I, it's funny because I was just, uh, when I was outside, I think it was yesterday, outside with a dog and just kind of hanging outside, and I was thinking of the Looney Tunes cartoons <laughs> and like how Saturday used to be special because that was cartoon oh, day. yeah. It's not, you it's, know? it's not, is it special anymore? I guess like, not, like TV isn't even a thing, so you can just watch whatever I, you want whenever you want. Yeah, I mean, you've got like the Cartoon Network and cartoons, or the Disney Channel, so you've got cartoons 24-7, so yeah. I, I don't... Maybe it's special because there's no school, but man, Saturday was that was a good day. Well, yeah, Looney Tunes was amazing. It reminds me of summertime too because we used to go out to my cousins. Like they have an orchard out in British Columbia, uh, so they grow like apples and nectarines and things out there. Yeah, and um, they had this giant satellite dish. When you've got like that kind of space, like they had like that, they had a legit satellite dish. Yeah, like the things are detecting oncoming asteroids and stuff. <laughs> but I think that I think maybe they got like seventy channels back then, yeah. like which was like an enormous amount. Right. And they introduced me to like Cartoon Network and stuff like that. Oh, okay. I was just like, what do you mean? Like, there's cartoons like every day of the week, like at every right? moment. Did you <sighs> grow up with cable then? Not even a little bit, man. Yeah, we no. didn't. <laughs> I was yeah. so jealous. There was a uh, not no cable. No, we didn't have like really even any real sports like the canadian espn was on yeah. was cable you had to i had to go over to friend's house to watch that yeah our tv i remember in my parents bedroom like the tv only was was like a dial and it had a uhf dial and a yeah. normal what was a vhf i guess uhf and vhf i think that's right yeah and so and rabbit ears and everything so we'd watch yeah. like the old like hercules cartoon like with the whatever that guy had, like herc herc i can't remember what his name is he's like a half horse half man how old are you sean you're not old <laughs> know, enough to remember right? I didn't think anyone else remembered UHF and VHF. Yeah, man. Well, my pa- I think my parents are also like old, so they had some they had some old gear. That- I don't think they are. Like that's just that's how time works. <laughs> like, if it's you're around like they, long enough, they've you'll gotten, get old. They've 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 sped up in their aging. They've somehow like they've <laughs> right. they've created more distance. Um, 
but no like they they had one in their like their bedroom tv which was the only bedroom tv in the house uh yeah. it was like this yellow case plastic tv with the rabbit ears and everything and yeah man uhf stations we would go to like sometimes we would just watch channel five which was the tv guide essentially and just okay, try to right. like we'd go to that channel and try to remember what was on man that's so funny dude did you I watch uhf you channels that. what's that did you watch uhf channels other than the weird owl movie See, and th- I thought about that as well because I'm like, no one's even going to know why it's called UHF. I know. Right? I remember when I first saw that movie, I'm like, oh, that was like on our old TV. Like I had this weird connection because I didn't really understand right. what the difference was. But yeah, it's like yep. sort of like the, the AM to FM radio for TV. I, I think the only time we would use the UHF channel or whichever one is, is when if we would have like an Atari hooked up to it. Oh, or, Wow. And and it had to be on channel two or three or mm-hmm. VCR. Mm-hmm. VCR. Well, that was the thing. Like so, like our TVs always had buttons to get to. You had to dial into that act, that specific button to get to that channel. Whereas okay. like with the VCR, it's digital, right? Like you could go up to ninety nine essentially. And right. so that's what we were really limited to because um, we didn't really have like VCRs connected to TVs or anything. So it was like yeah. channels one to fifteen tops. So there's no point in subscribing to anything more than that because the TV didn't go any <laughs> higher than that. So do you remember like it, it, they didn't even have like the uh, uh I, I forget what they're called now the uh the, the plug in with the, it like it was like the prongs you had to put the screw in and screw oh, the yeah, prongs on Oh yeah I think there's still a couple of those hanging around my parents outside they've got like the, really? the that classic everybody's probably got like a box of cables and yep. they they've definitely got a, a few of those for sure That's so funny Um I want to get to you right before uh before I do I just want to I I'm remembering the old like furniture television that we had like it was this giant it's a giant piece of woodworking right yep. it was probably like 700 pounds and like you could use it as like like a playground if you wanted to you could climb on this thing <laughs> it's like the most stable structure in the entire house and <laughs> you could be buried in it when you were dead <laughs> you could drop it on the ground and have it create the hole for you <laughs> just like sink into the soil <laughs> and Dude, I like this TV is obviously very old right from right from the get go. I think even brand new, it was still 25 years old. And so yeah. by the time we still had this TV, by the time the original Xbox came out, like in 2000. Really? So that was the basement TV. And I remember plugging that in. And this is where like science didn't matter or like objective <laughs> truths or anything like that don't matter because the tv this old tv started to die shortly after we started using the xbox on it and my parents thought that the video games killed the tv not the 40 years of use or whatever this high definition console was the thing that broke it did it have to warm up yeah tv oh yeah and did it have the dot in the middle of the screen Mm -hmm. after you turned it off yeah i know right Gosh, memories, man. That used to be like entertainment is you would look and see how long you could see the dot. That's where like man, be like, I can still see it. I can still see it. How often do you do this? Ed? Do you ever do this thing where you go like, like, I'm kind of getting kind of getting old. Like you ever look back on the, the decades and realize that the year 2000 to 2010 have completely disappeared. Like, yeah, nobody knows what happened to those years. Right. Like, <laughs> unless you were yeah. born, maybe in 1999 and those were formative for you. I think for the most part, people forget those years. Yeah, it's not until, because I definitely don't feel old, as old as I am, or as old as I thought I would feel when I was younger, and I'm yes, like... Yes, that's a good way to put it. Um, but, I, and I don't feel it until I'm talking to someone else, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like in Ferris Bueller, and they're like, what? Oh, like, You don't man. know, fa- oh, no. Oh, 
I know it's so seminal as well, or like or Spaceballs or anything like yes. that. Yes. What's your what's your favorite Mel Brooks movie? Uh it's probably Spaceballs. Yeah. I think it is. I'm right there with uh, Spaceballs and Men in Tights. I, like I watch both those movies, oh. <laughs> like like hundreds of times easily. Yep. Holy yep. crap, man! Uh, but do you ever like? Okay, so you, sometimes you get like a brush with a youth, and you realize like ha- that there's decades between you. I, like I did this thing where uh, I realized this was one of the first times I realized like I was the old person at work. Where like mm. I, at my old job, I was there for ten years, so I got to like I started when I was twenty four, and I laughed at all the thirty five year olds and go like, oh my right. gosh, you guys are really getting up there. And then I became thirty five, looking back at the, like, the twenty year olds, like the, the students coming in, and I did this thing where um, where we make a pot of coffee, I, and I can't wait for the entire pot to be done. You know, so uh-huh. it's it's just the drip coffee, and I can't wait. So I do like a switch before yep. the pot's actually done. I put my cup underneath so that like that pours in, and then I pour the pot into the cup so it's kind of getting in like the drip coffee, and then from the pot as well. And so I called right. this the Indiana Jones move, like the the whole like temple thing. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Just, like you swap out the, the the statue little totem thing, and right. hope that the the ball doesn't come after you. And I mentioned this to uh, somebody I was working with, and. And she goes, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Oh. Like, no, no clue. Not even Dude. a little bit of, like, that's, it's that was so a moment. Sad. I'll never forget that as long as I live, man. Wow. That's so sad. I know. I know. But I don't and know what, I'm always... what is okay. it going to be for them? I don't know what it's like. What is that? What are they enjoying? These yous, what are they enjoying that, like, someday the next generation won't, like, have any idea. And then they'll have that moment as well. I'm trying to think like now the movies I'm just not interested in and yeah. it's going to it's like is it going to be divergent? Quotes, Great. You know or I, I I don't know the fault on our stars quotes or mm-hmm. I have no idea what are the kids are watching today. I know like these these youths with all their whippersnapper energy and their, <laughs> their Snapchats and their apps on their on their telephones. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, man. Hey, um you do a lot of you do a lot of this. You do you get to sit on this side of the of the the the, the, the microphone. You get to ask mm-hmm. all the questions. Yeah. How, how is um? I want to ask you about a foot in the door, man. How's it going? I was a guest on your show. You were. Yeah. You, you were a great guest. Thanks, man. I not the best, but I appreciate it. Um, tell me about how things how things have been going with that, and for people who maybe haven't heard about it, like what the hell it's, is foot in the door? It's going well. It's basically um. An excuse for me to interview people. I was in radio back in the day, and my favorite part of being in radio was interviewing people. Yeah, man. And it was usually, uh, you know, because it was a music channel, so we had at tops 10 minutes. And, oh, yeah. You know, two of that was, we'll be back with commercials. Three of that was, what's your new single? What does your new album mean? And and I just hated not mm-hmm. being able to get really get into it. Um and so uh, I started uh, the podcast where I could just find people that I was interested in or I found very interesting and talk with them and get their story. Mm-hmm. And it's been uh, a, 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 an occasional podcast that, uh, that's come out for the past few years. And in my head, it was like when I first started, I was like every other week. And then yeah. I, was, I, I burned through all of my contacts real fast. And I was like, all right, once a month. And then it became... Well, I don't want to have someone on just to have someone on. Right. And so sometimes, uh, right now, I, I in my, in a perfect world, it would be twice a month. Um, but 
Uh, like I've got two this month coming out, but last month I didn't have any just because I don't want to just have someone on. Yeah. And I've heard podcasts where you can tell they have someone on just to have someone on. Mm-hmm. And um, do you yeah, mean I on really... like the interviewer side or on either? Like, what do you mean by that? Because I think like, I connect with that, but I don't want to project too much here. <laughs> yeah, I think both. Um, yeah. You know, uh, it's when, when you can tell. I don't know how to, how to word that. You can just you can just tell that the interviewer is not really into it, mm-hmm. you know, and um, waiting for it, the end to kind of like get there. Yeah. Like, let's wrap this so that we can maybe move on to the next one. Yeah, it's exactly. tough to be present if you're thinking about something else or like, how do I get this done? <laughs> right, right. Uh, and so I it just kind of uh, it, it, it's kind of varied depending on where I was in my life at the time as far as who was on the podcast when I first started uh, because I was in Christian radio I've mm-hmm. got most of the people that are on are from that world whether it's producers or musicians or radio people mm-hmm. uh, and now it's been a lot of twitch streamers and vo actors uh, that are on um, a, a lot of gaming related people and and uh, I try to pick, pick people who I think will be interesting regardless of your background or interest you know sean capri is really into gaming but i think anyone could enjoy spending an hour with sean capri Mm -hmm. you know a gamer or no and i like hearing back from people man i think shakespeare is really boring but that talk you gave or that interview you had with that lady who teaches shakespeare i really learned a lot you know and that's kind of what i what i hope to get out of it or i hope people get out of it and is it something that surprises you from time to time of like the guests like or do you do you sort of know kind of what you're what you're in for there have there been some notable guests that you've had you're like i thought we were going to be talking about this but like you came in with this completely different angle and then that's i mean that's kind of the magic of the, these dynamic types of conversations yeah i one of my favorite episodes is with a girl named hadassah and i knew her because when i was in pennsylvania she worked and was the trainer at square one coffee the, mm-hmm. the coffee shop i go to all the time and i was like i'd love to have hadassah on and we'll talk about coffee and it actually ended up becoming Hadassah's story of her coming out to her parents and her world around her and what she faced just as someone who people didn't know was gay and she came out to them and and I was just like oh my gosh this I had no idea going into it we were gonna go here and this is awesome yeah it was really really cool and was it like um I feel like I, I connect with that very strongly because I remember a couple of guests. Uh, a num- Jacob Rush, who who does um, Nintendo Nostalgia, came on with his story mm-hmm. about about his firstborn baby, and that whole story was something that had me in tears. And just like I was not prepared for these types of conversations. Yeah. And then I had a couple in a row of like um, Chris Berto was serving in the army, and he was telling the story of he's working away on on a roof somewhere, and then all of a sudden he hears this. And then he wakes mm. up in a hospital three days later or something because he'd been blown up. Like, yeah, wow. what are these? Like, I thought we were talking about video games. Yeah. And, like, you're set out for one thing. And I think it's, I think that is so, so incredible. So you set out, foot in the door is sort of a, a saying. You want to get your foot in the door to, like, be on right. your way to do something. So was that, I think we talked about this on the last episode. So forgive <laughs> me, but we'll revisit oh, some ground here. I totally uh, remember nothing we talked about. I mean, so. we totally never talked about that. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember <laughs> asking this at all. It's just the first time that we've talked about this. Um foot in the door is like let's let me let me just try something out maybe get to know somebody who might be able to create some opportunities for me was that mm-hmm. part of the intent was that is that part of the journey and then if so how has that turned out for you not necessarily it was more 
I know a lot of people in a lot of different worlds. Yeah. And I just kind of wanted to put my foot in the door and say, what's going on in this world? Yeah. You know, what's what's happening over here? And, mm-hmm. and oh, here's someone that does this. So it was just more of just a variety of people that uh, mm-hmm. we encounter. How come you don't talk about her on Married to the Games? Like you don't really, you don't really, even your streaming, like I feel like just very recently because almost forcibly because people are asking questions or commenting and it's being read on the show that you're acknowledged. <laughs> you actually yeah, do I, the streaming. You don't cross paths, but it's such a, like, it's almost like a gold mine, man. That show is, has grown to be so enormous with such a dedicated fan base. Like if you just gave some of these things just a little attention, people would be, people yeah. would be right there. I mean, and I guess I should mention it on my streams more often. I I honestly just don't even think about it. That's um, fair. Um, but as far as married to the games, I intentionally don't just yeah. because I never want to come across as I'm using married to the games as a platform to uh, to push myself or my own thing that I'm doing, and I never want to come across that way. So I intentionally. Unless someone else mentions it, I don't. I don't bring it up. Well, I can't. I can't argue with that. I can't really force you because I would feel the same way. But <laughs> yeah. because it's not me, yeah, like, and we know how I get with this. <laughs> like, I think that's probably the biggest takeaway that I've gotten for over the last week. It's just like, Sean, just take a bloody compliment, like just for the love <laughs> of God, man. So, with all of that said, and with all that out of the way, um, man, it would be like. Uh, let me let me let me ask it this way: Is it sort of like a leftover of the fact that you were not an original host? Is there a sensitivity there that that like do you feel at home on the show? Do you feel like it's as much yours as Gabe's and Tim's, or is there still the fact that you weren't there at the, the start as a host that maybe plays into that? Yeah, I definitely don't. I definitely feel at home. Um, That's good. Uh, yeah, I definitely don't feel uh, weird or anything about it. Um, but because Gabe is so passionate about it, I even though Gabe doesn't want me to feel this way, I feel like it's Gabe's baby. Yeah. Um, even though uh, the two Tims are the ones that actually approached Gabe about doing it, because Gabe is so passionate about it and he's he so strives for excellence. Um, and, and again, he hates when I say that. I feel like it's it's his, but he wants it to be all of ours. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. Doesn't that make for like kind of the best? team though like there's yeah there's sort of like a clear person who is like a the visionary or whatever you might want to call it. and i don't want to make mm-hmm. any one person like more or less than the others but it does seem to me that it does help if there's one person who is i guess at the helm and then everybody yeah. else is right there and i think that actually makes for a good partnership chelsea and i talk about this as well it's probably the same for you and sarah where like you both have your strengths and in certain areas it's like well this is what this person is sort of like in charge of but the other person's yep. like right there. I, no, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack that a little. bit. It's not necessarily that they're in charge, but it's like you. There's a recognition in both people that this is where their strengths are. So like yeah. you go nuts and like whatever, like I'm with you essentially mm-hmm. in this path versus like for for us it's like technology and everything is me. Like whatever, like I'm I'm getting us new phones and dealing with cable companies, everything like that. Yeah. So I'm curious, like how do the roles sort of like play out for you and Sarah in that matter? Like where where are you where where are you guys recognizing that you're sort of the dude and where is she the dude i um what i do for sarah and her work is if you don't know that i'm doing it then i'm doing it nice um you know like i'm running social media and and messages and her patreon and her and 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 helping with videos and her website and her mm-hmm. blog and doing everything that 
if you think it's Sarah doing it, then I've done it correctly. That's you amazing. Know? And, and and so yeah, it's kind of um, you know Gabe talks a lot. He performs with Toby, and his job is to help Toby look good mm-hmm. and to support Toby and to be there for Toby. And it's kind of the same thing where if I, it, my job in that role at least is to do all the support I can without. I don't feel a need for recognition. I don't feel a need to, hey, everyone, I, I retooled this site. What do you think? You yeah, know, hey, it's, go it's me. Like, yeah, it's it's no. Uh, you know, Sarah's got a brand new website. Let's come mm-hmm. check it out, that kind of a thing. So that's I, I really, really like that. And and uh, and in the re- in the reverse, Sarah is just a huge support of everything I'm I'm into. And it's it's I couldn't ask for a, a bigger cheerleader than, than what I've gotten her. I can't really remember nice. if. I've I don't remember if I've heard the story of how you guys how you guys met. I'm sure you've told it at least once or twice. Uh she was working in a coffee shop. Oh wait, we in... talked about this last week. We totally talked about this last week. I'm like, wait a minute, I think we totally did. Um Okay. Maybe I'll just edit that part out because that's super embarrassing <laughs> for me. Don't worry about it, dude. <laughs> what have you what have you learned going back to foot in the door a little bit? What have you learned over time? Like how has that journey sort of changed and shaped the journey in and of itself of the podcast and then how have you sort of grown or changed along with it? Um a lot of it had I mean the more I do it, I feel like I become a better listener. Um, yeah, because you have to be, uh, if I, in the beginning, I often found myself, Oh, I just thought of a good, Oh, I'm going to, as soon as he gets done talking, I'm going to ask this question. It's going to be really good. And in the meantime, I'm not hearing a word he's oh, saying. So embarrassing. And, by, and, and yeah. And by the time he finishes, I say my awesome thing and it's, it's not relevant. And that moment has passed. Yeah. And, and so I've definitely learned to listen a lot more and kind of how we were talking about the surprises, uh, to, I've found that not doing research has been my best friend. Because, because then you're completely open? Like you don't yeah. you actually don't know, so you're asking questions from a genuine place. Yeah, and it's it and it, it helps it become a conversation as opposed to an interview. Yeah. Um and if I don't have an agenda, I hope we talk about this. I just wanna I wanna start from where you were born and let's go from there and let's see where we go. Why and, is that always interesting? Why is it always like an origin story, I think is almost always great, and people enjoy. Yeah. To what is it about that? Do you think? I I think part of it is we don't hear it a lot. Um, yeah, I was talking with uh, Carolina Ravasa, and she's a voice actor. She does Sombra in Overwatch. Oh wow! And at one point, we were talking about what music did she listen to in the house when she was a kid? What songs come to mind when she thinks? And and afterwards, she was like, "No one's ever asked me about." Yeah. Being a kid, it's always like, what's it like doing Sombra? Can you do the boop? Can you say this? You know, mm-hmm. and and they're they're people, too. And, you know, if you approach them as a person rather than someone on a pedestal, it's so much easier to have a conversation. And it's the same conversation I would have, you know, if it was just you and me hanging out in a bar. Dude, where'd mm-hmm. you come from? Where'd you grow up? You know. It's something that I feel like I've had to get accustomed or, or become more comfortable with asking that because I, I think that they're they're always fascinating. I think that it's it's a story that as you, yes I agree with you. It's something that people almost never ask, but it's probably the story that we all know 
best. Like, I don't even know what I did yesterday, to be honest. So part of <laughs> part of like um, yeah. my my strategy for like not doing research is like, I don't remember anything. So like, it's, yeah. you know, I've got my, my brain DNA is terrible. My like, I've got early onset dementia all over the place. <laughs> so like, it's I'm so screwed, man. It's not even funny. So that leads to like genuine discovery, like at yeah. all, like spontaneous discovery happening at all moments, whether or not yeah. I've discovered that already. Pfft, beats me man so <laughs> right <laughs> just sort of like come to accept this and like kind of laugh it off with it, which is very much the path of both my dad and his mom as well like yeah. i'm just man i'm so like the apple has not it barely even left the tree it didn't even fall on the ground <laughs> close to the tree it's still practically attached and all the all that bad <laughs> genes are still right up here in my brain man <laughs> but uh yeah man it's just it's just interesting and um because it's not I think just like day to day, like once it's almost like you, once you get past a certain point, do you find that like, do you, do you stop asking those questions of people? Like that's something that I think that I've noticed where I, I really value these types of conversations. And then there's like this, it's almost like that temporary friend thing on, uh, on fight club. Mm-hmm. We actually can have a chance to have like a really deep and meaningful conversation and then you kind of go your separate ways. But I don't know. Do you have these types of conversations with your friends like that you've known for years, you continue to go back and dive deep into into the memories. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and that's what's nice about it is that you know the 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 more I know someone, the more I feel I can dig around, you know, yeah. and ask deeper questions that I might not be able to ask of someone that I that I just met, you know. But I can say, man, how are you doing since such and such happened, mm-hmm. or you know, what happened with that? You know, that was crazy, or, and and stuff like that. So it's you can. You can go even deeper with with uh, with your good friends, which is which is really nice. And you'll uncover a lot of things that a lot of times they don't even know they needed or wanted to talk about. And, See, I, uh, I think that's something that makes that I've really that I really admire and that makes you so endearing is that you don't settle in to a routine with your friends. Like, because mm. that actually takes effort. And I don't even think you realize it like that. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. cause I, I think it's, I think cause if you, I like the, the, the logic that I have around it, I think is that it's much easier. It's much, it takes it. You don't have to burn as many calories to just do and talk about the same thing that you did and talked about yesterday. Right. Oh yeah. So yeah. Definitely. If you're continuously like digging and not necessarily that you're after anything, but you, you have to put forth an energy, I think to, to talk about something new and discover a new topic or to mm-hmm. dig a little bit deeper and i think that i admire that about you because it's a it's also a flaw that i see in myself and that i settle in and so the people i've known the longest i have really shitty conversations with well and it's easy i mean i and not to say that every conversation is a deep one because yeah, yeah. a lot of it is just whatever game we're playing of or, course yeah but it's I think it's also something that's very important, especially for guys to have. I don't think yeah. guys have a lot of close friends or not a lot. Not every guy has a lot of close friends. And I think that's really important. And it's something that if you don't have that, you may not even realize you need that. Mm-hmm. And um, it's very, very important, especially as you get older and you go through life and you have kids, you get married or you go through this or that or, you know. And and you you really need to have that that, uh, you know, as wonderful as Sarah is and she's my best friend in the world and I can tell her anything. There's something different about sharing that exact same thing with a with a with a good guy friend. Mm-hmm. And it's it's uh, it's very important, I think. And, and a lot of guys are missing that, unfortunately. Well, and it, I think it speaks to the kind of what I'm getting at is that like you fall into 
a routine a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, you're almost like playing into an expectation of like, well, I guess this is the relationship that we have. It would actually be like super awkward to break this routine that we've got because we we drink beer and we we smash them across our face and we don't talk about our feel and you're like and that becomes like the expectation so to go against the grain is like super uncomfortable yeah like i've got something on my mind that i really want to talk about but i mean that's not why we do things around (laughs) here like right isn't that weird i don't know if anybody connects with that but that's something that's been on my mind quite a quite a lot lately and i think that it's um it can be quite damaging to some of the most like important relationships i actually said it to chelsea just not too long ago i'm like i'm really sorry i'm just i continue to find that the people that i've known the longest i just talk so crappy to them like i not that i treat them badly i just it's my like because i'm such i'm i'm naturally i think an introvert like mm-hmm. which is very weird that i do this it but is I, I would I, never suspect that I regain this is this, there's a there's a there's a catharsis to this so I need this as well but I mm. regain energy by myself. Yeah. So yeah. that's those are like seemingly like diametrically opposed concepts but mm-hmm. I I don't know man I guess I'm complex like that but, man but I think well and especially you know your uh and it sounds weird saying entertainer. You are an entertainer, but when you're streaming, that takes it takes energy, mm-hmm. and performers know that, you know. And you need to have like after I I'm very rarely more tired than I I am after we record a podcast or yeah. after a four hour stream, and it's like oh I you know I was just expending a lot of energy trying to you know make people happy or laugh, and 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 I don't think people realize that. You know, and 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 Sarah's gotten used to the fact that now sometimes after after a show, I just need to chill. Give me mm-hmm. twenty minutes to just, like you were saying, recharge by yeah. being alone. And uh, yeah, it, it, it that's very funny. What is it like when you when you shut a stream down? I know, like hitting that button of like going off air, mm-hmm. and you're just like, <sighs> yeah. You take a deep breath and just go like, I can actually have just a moment. And it's not to say that like I don't think anybody w- would argue that streaming is is a pain. It's not something that you dislike in any way. It's not like this. Right. Is, it's not like running a marathon where like every step is like painful, like holy crap. Yeah. But like, there's that relief that it, when you're over and you're like, okay, I've maybe, is it a regaining of this is now back your time sort of thing? Yeah. And, and sometimes you don't even realize until you push that stop stream button that you're, you're ready. Whew, wow. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, and and for a while there, I was doing a lot of Jackbox games on Friday, and you're that, hosting essentially, right? And and that is so draining. And when yeah. I when I push stop stream, it's like, oh, wow, I was excited for, you know, four or five hours straight. And you think about it, you know, even with radio, if you've got a four hour shift, you're talking maybe four times an hour for a minute or two. Mm-hmm. But with streaming, you're talking nonstop, and mm-hmm. that's. That could be exhausting, you know? It's two different types of cardio almost. It's almost like yeah. one is like interval sprints and then the yep. other is like long distance uh, marathon running. It's mm-hmm. so interesting because like I watch your your stream and I've been lucky enough to have a little bit of desk time. So I've been popping into the stream. Yeah. And even if I'm not chatting the whole time, I am listening. And um, your streams are really great to to do that too because it's almost like you're you're exercising your voice acting as well. As much as you're entertaining and, and engaging with the chat, you're you're practicing a different muscle, I think, as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, talk to me about how voice acting is going, man. I feel like you guys mentioned just a very snippet of it on a recent episode. Something about that's actually maybe is it a thing now? Is it is it is it happening? 
I mean, I th- there's a website that I go to, and, and Gabe and I are, b- are both on, where they post auditions and you submit, you record, and, and stuff like that. It's been a dry spell for me lately, but it's still something that I'm going to go up and do some auditions, and I'll be up here for an hour or so and, and, yeah. and reading the sample script and submitting it. And uh, But it's fun. I like doing it. Um, yeah. It, it's a good time. What kind of parts are you going after? Like, what can, can you talk about? Like, I don't know. Some people are very uh, – I have known um, – voice actors and actors who really dislike talking about the rehearsal or the um uh what the heck did you just the i'm just the you audition just said it. audition i was mm-hmm. stuck on an r word um they don't like that talking about that process so if you're we can we can scooch on to something else if you like oh yeah no no it's totally fine it's it's uh everyone does it differently um gabe sent me a message recently and said man don't you hate it when you feel like your rehearsal for the recording of the audition do you feel like that one was better than the one you actually recorded? And, mm, I, and, mm-hmm. and I said, dude, I as soon as I start rehearsing, I hit record because for me, usually that first one is the one I'm the most happy with. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's very different. Um, I, I went out to San Francisco to take some classes a few times at a, at a voice acting school out there. And, you know, they're very much, you know, the approach is, you know, you want to listen to, re- you want to, hear real people you don't want to mm-hmm. hear someone puking on the radio but if you listen to the radio all you hear are people talking like this oh yeah you know and so it's kind of a weird dichotomy what do they really want uh, you know a lot of times in the specs of the audition it'll say we want someone who doesn't sound like an announcer but they really do just not an over-the-top kind of an announcer mm. so it's kind of a guess of how much of a an over the top how much of an announcer do they want in their regular everyday person and, you, you know, you never really get an answer. You submit the audition and either you hear back from them or you don't. So how much like willful ignorance or, or confidence, maybe false confidence or, or real confidence you have to bring to something like that? Because it sounds like it is completely ridden with self-doubt. The entire process is like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know. Like, what, like, yeah. This is good. Is this good for me? Is it good for somebody else? Like, and, and how, how does that sound? Are you like, was that good? Was that good for you? Did you, is, is that good? Did you like right. it? Yeah, like, like, yeah, hmm. and and it's it's kind of that thing of, you know, it's kind of like with acting, where most of the time they already know who they want as far as a type, right. and as soon as you walk in the door, they know, oh yeah, that's not who I had pictured. Mm. You could be the best actor in the world, and you won't yeah. get it because you didn't have blonde hair. Um, mm-hmm. And I, it's the same thing with 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 voiceover. I think um, I think they have an idea of what they want, and as soon as they hear your voice, that's either it or it's not. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's nothing you can do about that. So it's not for me, at least it's not a beat down. Yeah, to, that's good. To, yeah, because it's it's not a personal thing. It's just that's just not who they had in mind for that. And sometimes you land it and sometimes most of the time you don't. But the, the, the question then is, do you keep trying? The thing that I find remarkable, Ed, is that like sometimes you say things that I think if it were coming from somebody else, it'd be like, well, that's such surface level stuff. Like somebody actually like they're saying this, but they really like care deeply or they're saying all these like positive things, but like really in their heart of hearts, they're just like, they're really pissed at people. But like, you really mean it. Like they're in the center of your core is happiness is actually like a positivity. And I'm trying to like unravel the secrets. I'm trying to get like, what, like what the hell is it? Is it? And I don't, I, I might, if I may be, if I, if I can, maybe dig a little bit at this. I, cause again, yeah. you guys touch on this, just a touch on married to the games. Um, but how central is religion and faith to your day to day? And does that manifest in a way that 
I'm sort of touching on here in terms of like your outlook on life. Is it centered in faith or is it in your upbringing or where does it, what is it? Yeah, I had a, I had a very, uh, not religious up, upbringing, but we were at church twice a week or three times a week, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday for youth group. Mm-hmm. Uh, and up until I was 21, we were regular churchgoers and I loved it. I, yeah. I, um, I've got a, I've got a really strong faith and I think it's because of, of how I was brought up and what I believe as I got older, I realized that different things mean different things to different people, depending where they're from. Um, you know, you might say I'm a Christian and all of a sudden someone will say, well, well then you hate me because this is me. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I, I definitely realized as I got older that it's for me, at least everyone's different. Um, I'm not the kind of person who will browbeat someone. Uh, you're doing this wrong. You sure mm-hmm. need to change because the burning's coming, uh, <laughs> you know, but instead, <laughs> but instead it's just like, just, you know, be a friend to people. Yeah. And if they get a little, if they ask a question, why is, where, where does that joy come from? You have a, the chance to say, oh, you know what? I've just got a really, really deep faith that I feel really strongly about. And mm-hmm. that's where that joy comes from. Um, but uh, to answer your question, that's, uh, yeah, I, 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 that is a, a, a root of, of a lot of my joy. And it's funny because if you look at us, if you would watch Sarah and I, if you would surveil us for a week, mm-hmm. these guys haven't gone to church in we don't know our calendars don't go back that far mm-hmm. uh and so mm-hmm. um that's a especially here in a small town that's a thing that a lot of people don't understand but you don't go to church how yeah you know um but as i get older and you've clearly quit it then i, I of, of course i yeah, literally like, abandon it mm-hmm. <laughs> clearly <laughs> that's that's the rules like you haven't you haven't upgraded you haven't been in the building to upgrade your membership exactly. or renew your membership so <laughs> the burning's coming. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as as I've gotten I think because I had such a good foundation, mm-hmm. I don't have to doubt uh my faith or yeah. my relationship with God or anything because I it's that's something that that can't be easily shaken and uh so yeah, I don't know what if that No, it it offers a, a good opening because I've got a couple things I got. First of all, I, I I have to think I think I must admit that I'm being a little bit selfish here because I'm doing a little bit of exploration on on my own sort of like mm-hmm. spiritual journey that I probably will never end. It's going to be a, a mm-hmm. forever journey. I'm not entirely sure yeah. where I'm going with it, but but where I'm at with it right now, I think Ed is that um I'm really I'm I'm really putting a, a lot of effort into really making sure that I'm being there for the people around me for the people who are important to me and yeah criticizing less and judging less and you know just lashing out not like much much less but then so not that i'm looking for like somebody to go like wow i really noticed a difference in your attitude change sean like <laughs> that's not that's not what i'm really looking for but like right there is still and i and i get a lot really out of making somebody else's day, like giving somebody like the, like the time of day, give them a smile and ask them how their day has been lifts them Mm -hmm. up and it lifts me up. And I get a lot of that, but there's still challenges every day. Like even if you're having those super positive interactions with people all the time, you still have challenges and whether it's your job or uh, personal relationships or whatever, you just get cut off and like something's going to trigger like a not great feeling in you. And I feel like you're just like, oh, man, I just want it to be 
fair and equitable that like somebody else come around and go like, Hey man, how are you? Are you okay? Like I'm here for you. And yeah. so the thing that I'm left with and the thing that I'm, um, I am coming around to a question here is that, is that God for you? Is that when you're feeling like, man, I'm just, I'm trying my damnedest and I'm putting all this energy out there and I'm, and I'm being the best person that I can be. And then it's like when I need somebody, maybe you do have somebody there, maybe it's Sarah, or, or is there a place for when it's just you and your thoughts, you're actually not alone in that sense? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I definitely don't feel alone. It, yeah. It, yeah. Um, and, and you know, I, I've we've all been at points in our lives when we do feel alone. Mm-hmm. But I know that I'm not. Yeah. No matter how I feel at the time. Mm-hmm. It, it, in my core, I know that I'm not. You that that is so like and that's my that's really the, the center of the questions is like that is so clear that mm-hmm. that's like that is in your heart of hearts. And I think that's I think that's really amazing, man. So how do you then you're engaged on the Internet? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you're on the Twitter. <laughs> yes. You see a lot of just crap. Like, how do you like, are you just are you mindfully muting people? Like, how, how is your um, how is your faith, your religion, your relationship with God? And how do you sort of like reconcile that with everyday interactions that are clearly like not pure? I won't necessarily say right. evil, but they're, they're not they're not coming from the same place. Like, how do you go? OK, well, that's them. But I'm going to stay centered to, to me. Maybe it's yeah. as simple as that. I, I, I'm really able to, it sounds, to separate the two. Um, mm-hmm. can, you know, can, you know if, if, if my old youth leader knew that Pulp Fiction was one of my favorite films of all time, he would yeah. yell at me, you know. There's the um, burning again. Exactly. The burning is coming. Yeah. Um, but it's, and I've never <laughs> just, I've never been easily offended by things, I guess, mm-hmm. just because, I, as far as entertainment goes, I, I'm just... It's just entertainment. I don't, you know, it, it, um, I, but I, I'm very picky about what I follow on social media. Mm. I don't have a, I don't follow a lot of people who would bum me out. Um, I'm very, very deliberate about that just because there's so much out there to find. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's not why I'm here. You know, I, I'll follow this person. Uh, maybe I like their work you know, celebrity, blah, blah. But once they start, if they start getting a little too shouty or a little too this or that, well, you know, maybe I'll mute them or unfollow. And it's, you know, I, I'm not mad at them. It's just, uh, I just, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't want that. You know, I mean, the, one of the best things I did on Facebook was to start unfollowing people after the last election. And, and it just, it made my, you know, looking at Facebook was such a bummer for a while because it's just people yelling yeah. and screaming and trying to change minds that you're never going to do. And that's, yeah, and I, I'm just I just want to know how you're doing. What did yeah. you do this weekend? What yeah. your kids look like? You know, did yeah. you take a silly picture? I want to see that, you know. And and once I started, I went through and just started muting people. And that, it, that made a huge difference in just how I felt in the morning when I yeah. hopped on the computer. I think it was I can't even get my morning straight anymore. I think it was just this morning that I was reading like this, this thread. It was just like people feeling very righteous about their hate and their dogpiling on this other person. Mm-hmm. And I was just like. Oh, it was just so, man, this whole crowd just feels like they're really in the right. And like, maybe they're both wrong. I don't even know. And I was just like, I can't, I can't solve this. It's like this knotted ball that like, there's no, there's no way to untangle this. 
So yeah. I guess just move on. And then I found this amazing video of uh, the end of a tennis match, and the loser of the match was sitting there, and he was very he he was so defeated and started weeping as his son came over to console him. Yeah. And then the other person who won was also crying. It was just this like. Okay, this is like yeah. it was sportsmanship, it was family, it was appreciation for one another, and it was just like, okay, I want more of this, and so I don't, yeah. I don't share that to be like, look what I found and saw appreciation. Oh, no, yeah. you know, look how virtuous I am. What I, <laughs> what I want to ask you about is how <laughs> I, I'm trying to balance this because um, I think you're right. I think that the right thing to do is just to to mute the stuff that makes you feel the negativity. Mm-hmm. But how do how do we balance that with accepting people for maybe just part of who they are is just like this negative Nancy and like, right. do I shun them? Like, who am I to say that I shouldn't spend time with this person or give them the time of day or anything like that? I feel like those are very conflicting ideas. Yeah. And, and you know, there's a person who hops into, into the stream all the time and is always negative. Oh, yeah. as soon as they pop in, I know they're just going to start complaining. Mm-hmm. And there, you know, and there was part of me, the the gut reaction, the gut was, was to, was to, you know what? I just want to mute them. Yeah. But, you know, maybe this is their only place they feel like they can vent, you mm-hmm. know? And, and, and so I'll let them vent and I'll, I'll address it. Um, and it's, it's a fine line, especially in a Twitch stream, you know, you don't want to bog the stream down with just depression upon depression, but at the mm-hmm. same time, you want to know, let them know that they're heard. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as, as, as social media goes, I'll, I'll hang out with you if you want to hang out, but I will still mute you if you want to go. See, this is, I think we talked about this last week. I'm like, there's something, there's something so beautiful to the simplicity that you apply to life. You're just like, because this is this is the this is the difference between you and me. I think there's some similarities for sure. Uh, hair color, eye color. Uh, we both, I think, are uh, find humor in in many many a different thing. Yes. Um, but I very much overcomplicate a lot of things. I'm really trying to, like, I think maybe achieve or uh, satisfy too many variables or people. Yeah. And it's like, well, or not. <laughs> right. It's like perfectly yeah. fine. And um, I have a tendency to, f- I, I'll, I'm a lot more tolerable if it's someone I know. Yeah. Um, and they're complaining or whatever. If it's a celebrity or someone I don't know, it's so mm-hmm. much easier to, well, who cares? They don't know me. That's, that's fine. I can turn that off. Mm-hmm. If it's someone I know, I'm a lot more lenient. I, I won't just automatically shun them. I'll, you know, listen. And sometimes... You know, it's it's kind of the same thing. They just want to feel like they're being heard. And mm-hmm. if it takes going to social media to to complain or to to vent, you know, they, they're just trying to be heard. Now, mm-hmm. like you say, if it's just people arguing about petty things, then, yeah, let, let shut up. <laughs> yeah, man, it's something that I've kind of like I've had ebbs and flows in over the years of like I remember first. Like when Facebook was first a thing, when I first got onto Twitter, I was like, I didn't even think twice about seeing something like that. I I think this was a negative conversation or this was their, uh, unnecessarily argumentative and negative and things like that. And I would just get passive, like whatever, I'll move on to the next thing. And for whatever yeah. reason, those things started to become stickier to me. And I think mm. that a lot of people can sort of maybe relate to that. Like for whatever reason, you're, you're thumbing through your feed and then you're like, you stop on that thing instead of just like blowing yeah. by it. And like, why did that catch my eye? Like it, it's such a weird I don't know, man. It's a weird thought exercise of why yeah, don't I stop on that? It's kind of like that, you know, when when there's a car crash and you want to slow down and look. It's like, oh, wait a second. These guys are yelling at each other. Like, That's a good saying? call. That's you a know? good call. And it's yeah, just and... What, the human nature for some reason loves to watch 
disaster happen. <laughs> but it's almost like um, disaster doesn't nasty, doesn't have to be as catastrophic for it to catch our attention. But for the yeah, opposite yeah. end, for like something positive to happen, it has to be something quite extraordinary. I think for yeah. some reason, like you can't yeah. see like somebody like giving each other like a, a friendly nod in the street or anything like that. You're like, oh, my God, I am blown away by the kindness. But right. like somebody trips the other person and they maybe scrape their knee. You're like, I got to see that again. Like did anybody yep. catch out on instant replay. <laughs> like I got to see that in slow motion and watch it seven times in a row. Like right. that's, that's so bizarre because in both cases, it's not really your everyday occurrence. Yeah. But for whatever reason. Yeah, maybe it's – is it because, like, we liked fire to start with? We were just, like, fire, and we're just staring in the cage. Yeah, it's – yeah, I don't know what that is. It's so weird because I I think we – Is that the devil? It might be the devil. Is the devil trying to, like <laughs> – is that what that is? Because at the same time, we, like, we so need positivity. Yeah. But we'll skip over that positivity if we can watch this guy yell at someone else. That might be the devil. That might be the devil. That son of a bitch. He's an he's idiot. got us all. He's got <laughs> he's us all, such man. A jerk. The burning might actually be coming. We might, or we're all left here, and everybody else just gets like zapped up to, like teleported up to heaven. Is that where you go into the rapture? Is it? It's straight yep. up to heaven. I think yeah, so. That's. I don't know. I haven't done it yet. I've only played. Everyone's gone to the rapture. I was left behind. <laughs> <laughs> you leave behind little sparkly silhouettes of yourself. Can you imagine we we just get like this flash forward seven hundred fifty years or something and and everybody has gone to the rapture and everybody left behind is like oh it was like that game for the PlayStation three <laughs> now we got free with my PS Plus <laughs> who knew they got it right I, I know man oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> let's um I'm gonna take that that quick segue from uh, from God and the devil to you know I could talk about maybe Cuphead a little bit but um think about the deal with the devil. Um, what else? We talked a little bit about like what you've been playing and, and things like that. What are you, what are you looking forward to for the rest of this year? It's kind of like suddenly kind of E3 is upon us as we're talking about this. Is there anything later on in the year you're like, I got to play this day one? Yeah, I was just thinking about that today, about how I can't think of any big games that are coming out this year. Maybe Borderlands at the end of the year in September, I think. But mm-hmm. there's not really anything right now that's gnawing at me to to be played i'm kind of hoping that e3 will drop a really good and it's available now kind of yeah thing. Um, yeah something like a tetris 99 or something like that it doesn't even yeah. have to be like a big game it no probably no. wouldn't be at this point yeah unravel 3 i'll be happy with that you know just something. would you really yeah yeah that was a cute little game i like that gosh you, you love everything you son of a bitch no i do just love like <laughs> You and Luke Lord, it's like, this is just a, a lovely game. And I had a, a wonderful time with it. I'm like, no, not everything is a snowflake. Not everything is special. Don't, but it's great. Don't ask me about Dauntless then, if that's the, if that's what you think of me. Man, I was so – well, I should, I should ask you to expound on that maybe just a little bit because uh, I might be on the inside joke here and the, the – few dozen people who were who are watching you uh struggle with that you really oh. gave it the you really gave it a chance man and but... I, f- I felt bad because everyone that i know that's playing it is really enjoying it and i just yeah. ha- and i called the game a dick a couple times and uh-huh. i just <laughs> it made me feel so much better because like there are certain people that i like i want to i want to i want to be like you know i want to i want to live up to this this role you have a role model type of status i'm just like i want to like ed is just like he's so positive and he's he's nice to everybody and then and then, oh, okay, no, this is okay. He's actually a human being. Like, he's actually, like, really frustrated with this game. Right. And that's okay. That makes it okay for me, too. So exactly. thank you for that. <laughs> You're very welcome. I give you permission. 
Thank you. Yeah. Th- frustrated. Thank you for um, throwing the stones in your glass house or however that <laughs> is supposed to go. I'm not really sure. <laughs> so are you kind of like, do you have, um, do you have a backlog that you're kind of pushing through at the moment? So we got a bit of a lull here. Not really. Um, someone just uh, sent me a bunch of Disney Infinity stuff, and so oh, I'm excited nice. to, to jump into that. I've never, I never, I played it a little bit, um, yeah. but I got a lot more characters that they, that were just sent to me. So, mm-hmm. but, but I don't really have a backlog. I usually just grab a game and then play it because I'm I I, I forget controls and moves so easily. If I'm gone for more than a week, I'm struggling to pick it back up again. So if I play a game, I have to get through it, uh, kind of. Is, is not as quickly as I can, but I have to focus on just one game at a time, but not really a a backlog. I don't really buy things until I'm ready to start playing them. My God, like just, he's he's got a great relationship with God. He's got a beautiful relationship <laughs> with his wife. I don't have a backlog. Like, <laughs> do you suck at anything, Ed? Like, what the crap, man? Like, what's... <laughs> <laughs> No, but seriously, like, what do you what? What would you say your biggest weakness is, Ed Placencia? Um, probably my uh, how hard I work. I'm yeah, I'm man. Worker. I'm such a perfectionist. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I uh, I I judge people real fast. Oh, I, get I, out of here! I, I will jump to a judgment real fast on on people and and usually am wrong but it will take me a long time to realize that I, that was going to be my next point was like i bet you're probably right chelsea um she she made her judgment call about me right away so that was good like that thank god i didn't let her like she didn't give her chance to, to change her mind but she's like yeah no this is the guy like we pretty yep. much like met and you're like yeah this is this is him so i i appreciate that so i think i think you're well, yeah. selling yourself a bit short well, I mean, that's an easy judgment call to make, though. I mean, Sean, you don't have to know you for long to know this is a pretty good guy. Oh, Ed, I don't think you knew me at 27. At 27 uh, and younger, Sean. Uh, kind of a dink. Like, I still, like, there's still like remnants a big of, difference? I think pretty big difference, yeah. What, what changed it? I think, th- well, I don't know exactly what changed. I don't know if there was any one thing, but we've definitely been on a journey, and I hate that you've turned this back on. I know, I'm gone. Just, I know I'm you're smirking so behind you're my just coffee like, cup. I guess I'll just drink my coffee and let Sean ramble on for a little bit. Um, I think certain things change, and I had a I had a really good relationship with my with my boss back mm-hmm. then. Um, Chelsea and I met when we met at the same place where we worked, and my boss at the time uh, was 10 years older than me, and we were very similar. And, and we walked through, and we had a number of like really good conversations, and one that I'll, I'll always remember is we talked about what Chelsea and I would do with our money if we were to really get serious. Like when we were mm. kind of dating, we are like, what if we were to – like move in together. What does that look like with bank accounts and stuff? And yeah. I remember at the time going like, well, I'll have my bank account and she'll have her bank account and whatever I make will be my money and whatever she'll make. And if that's what people do, that's, that's perfectly fine. But he, he had some advice for me that was like, well, if that's, if that's the way that you plan on like being married, then I don't know that you're ready for that type of conversation of like to talk about getting married. Mm. And for, for that, for him, that was a very like, um, that was his situation and how him and his wife sort of, made sure that they were operating on the same level, particularly when kids came around and suddenly that bank account that were the bank accounts that were so separate is going to be way different for the person who's not working and taking care of kids. Right. So how to equalize that. So he, he enlightened me, I think to a couple of things of like, no, no, like there's some very serious decisions and conversations Mm. that you have to have. And I think that fundamentally changed me from sort of like very, the very selfish, like bachelor 
that it was. And that was probably mm-hmm. a big reason that my previous relationships didn't turn into marriage because I just didn't care enough to go, how do, what do I do with money? Like, what do I do when the other person isn't working as much yeah. or, is, or maybe um, has a different focus or wants to do other things and, and I'm allowed to just go on trips and stuff and buy all these things. So I think that's probably, yeah. that was probably part of it. Yeah. So I don't know, man. You you're, you're you feel like you just turn the whole thing the whole thing on me here, man. You like but, that? You like that? Yeah. Twenty seven year old Sean. Uh, so yeah, she made up her mind pretty quickly. But yeah, things things turned out pretty well. I'd say I, so I'd far. Say so so far so good. Yeah. yeah. To and now she's home today to make sure that Lincoln doesn't jump out of a window because he's <laughs> gosh. So that's that's good, man. <laughs> Ah, well, I think that's probably. Do you have anything else on your mind? Do you have anything other, anything else that you, any burning questions? Any other uh, hellacious topics? You want? I don't know. I, no. I, I, not that I can think of. I, I think we're good, man. I'm really grateful for your second week in a row. Um, those were a couple things that I really wanted to, to chat with you about, particularly the the podcast, foot in the door, and some of the voice acting and things like that. So I'm yeah, really. Man. I'm, I'm grateful. Now, this has been an amazing second week of the brand new Ed Placencia Sean Capri <laughs> podcast. Right. So now I think we have to come up with some sort of like, like clever way to close things out, like peace or whatever. <laughs> Sean like Connery, Placencia like Afterbirth. I don't know. Oh God. Oh, okay. Well, that. Thank you. Thank you, Ed. Th- in all seriousness, that's a free two one. weeks in a row, man. Um, I really, I appreciate you and everything that you do, man. I, and I'm grateful for your friendship, my friend. I, I appreciate you, Sean, and, and just the fact that you would you would ask me back that re- it, it means a lot more than you probably realize. So thank you very much. It's, it's oh, okay. been a, a, a real pleasure, and I've been looking forward to this since since we stopped talking last week. Thanks. Okay, we're just gonna keep going just for one more second because I want to address something that we were talking about today. I'm like, okay, are we still okay? Like, I actually couldn't believe. Like, are we are we good? Like, like for real? Like, you actually carved out time. Thank you, man. So, and you're like, mm-hmm. it sounds like you're looking for an out. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's that's like that's my social interaction with people in a nutshell is like me trying to be like super cognizant of like other people's time and everything. And it's right. just like, oh, Sean probably wants an out or something. Like that. Well, like, and oh, no. I just I just know how it is when you've got something planned and then something else comes up and it's like, oh man, if this would could just be pushed off, I would it would be really nice. I'm like, but Sean's not the kind of guy that would do that. I'm gonna give him the opportunity if he oh, needs you're that. So funny. Just you're so look, funny. Look so, how nice we are. I know. We're just so we're just like, oh look how you're spending time and you're like, oh if he needs it out, like maybe are you sure you, you you're okay to do <laughs> No. Okay. Ed, thanks man. This was this was you so bet, much fun. Sean. Thank and you, I man. can't wait to share it with everybody. it feel i hope it feels nice i hope that a different take on the video game podcast feels nice it's been a little bit of time since i had this chat but reliving it through the editing process and just making sure everything sounds okay and just piecing this back all together this is nice man it feels so good to be doing this show and thank you to ed i couldn't think of a better person to kick things off with with a two-part sort of impromptu very improvised way to to bring things back and it's all thanks to the support at of you guys listening reviewing on itunes and everything else i'll get into in just a second but i want to also point out that music that that launched into the conversation called groove of the goddess you can check it out at ocremix.org very coffee shop kind of groove kind of jazz swing a little bit too and i thought that was very apropos for my my chat my second chat with ed placentia so stay tuned for the brand new show ed and i are probably 
gonna work on it. I hope, you know what, man? I wanna do a little bit more with that. I gotta figure out a way to do it. Gotta figure out a way to squeeze it in. And that was, I remember a big stressor from the old show, the We, we The Gamer Cast, was I got to meet all these amazing people and I'm just like, let's all be best friends and hang out like every single day of the week. And of course, it's like real life friends, you know, it's just, it's tough. It's tough to make time for absolutely everybody. And that's, uh, that's something that I need to work out <laughs> on my own. But anyway, I hope you guys really enjoyed that episode. I had such an amazing chat with Ed. And uh, just trying to mix things up in this world of video game podcast. So hopefully you guys will enjoy it. And there's a couple ways you can uh, you can support it in case you did like it. And if you're not already doing one of these things, jump on it, man. First thing, follow me at Sean Capri. Sean like Henry Capri at the pants. Or you can also follow the podcast, the GamerCast Pod. I, I'm not just joking, guys. It helps so much for you to show your support through following the various channels. Um, you can share this podcast when we tweet it out. You can retweet it. You can talk about it on your podcast. You can rate us on iTunes. You can follow me on Twitch. Uh, what am I What am I asking you to do? Follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. Finally, if you really, really, really like it, you can go to patreon.com slash Capri. And uh, you get tons of bonus content like the the Pants Patreon podcast for patrons podcast. It's a Q&A show that is just for patrons. You get to ask your, your questions and I answer them. It's every week. It lands on Wednesdays. If you're a patron, you might be listening to it at the exact same time as this. You also get a monthly show from me and Bobby, the Nintendo Guru, and a ton of other stuff. But the music is over, so I want to give a quick thank you to Fiona McKinnon, the artist for the artwork on the iTunes artwork. You can check out me on the Xbox Drive and if we ran Nintendo. Otherwise, this has been episode two of the GamerCast. It's now in your ears. I'll see you on the other side of July with none other than Victor Lucas. Stay tuned for that, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.